welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And this, this is Life, life Pairings. Because <laughs> life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. <laughs> this is our magical Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> we have a special guest that I think me and Carla were expecting you to go. And I'm Lena Newman. I, and <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, why is she not saying her line? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't even saying Oh, yeah. She, she doesn't have a line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we never prompted her on anything. And we both looked at her like, uh, hello. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I missed my mark there. <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, friend of the friend of the cast, friend of life. Um, uh, it's been a long run since the second grade. You guys, Lena, <laughs> Lena Newman is here uh, talking to us uh, about. You want to give us a, a little intro to what we're talking about, Carla? Sure. This is our Christmas. Uh, this is, I guess, a tradition now because we've done it twice. Yeah. We're on our second year, so one, if you do it twice, tradition. it's, it's yeah. written on stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, this We're doing a Christmas film. We're doing Home Alone. Number one. Yes. Yeah. The first one. It's going to be... Uh, the best this one. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, you I, know what? I actually liked Home Alone 2 better. Oh, oh um, controversial. There I said it. There. You know what? I'll fight for that, too, because I actually... <laughs> I did like it better. So but good. I have alone is so I mean it's iconic but the thing yeah. is is I always watch the second one so watching the first one was more enjoyable to me because I was kind of like oh. when we were watching the first one I was like I ah, just you know I like the second one better but then when I watched the first one I was like oh yeah but you need this right I know it totally yeah it makes more sense we just we did actually just watch the film literally 10, ten minutes, minutes ago. ago. Yeah, ten yeah. minutes ago. So it's fresh it's, in our hearts. It's fresh. Um ready to talk about and it. And we kinda did all the fun things while we watched it. We had mm-hmm. pizza. Mm-hmm. No cheese pizza though. Yeah, no cheese. A plain cheese pizza all to myself. <laughs> Yeah, that was a mistake. We should have got a. We should have got a large. We should have. Yeah, but yeah. then I we were pro- thinking. That's my favorite kind. Oh, is it? <laughs> Just plain cheese. Yeah. Oh, Lena, I didn't know that about you. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> For next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, For when we watch Home Alone too. Yes. That's oh yeah, could do. Mm-hmm. What are you guys up to tomorrow? <laughs> um, Eating cheese pizza. Yeah, yeah. dude. Watching this. Home Alone too. Uh, this is, so we did a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is by far, without a doubt, my favorite Christmas film and maybe even my favorite film in the world, regardless of Christmas. Me too. Um, It's so fucking funny. It's the funniest. Uh, A friend recently asked me that question, what's your favorite movie? And I said, A Christmas Vacation. Uh. And she said, oh, I've never seen it. And then her boyfriend, who is hysterical, both comedians uh, this is a conversation I had with Sophie Buttle and my- May Scaloni. And uh, then May Scaloni tried to explain it to me and, <laughs> me and like basically explain it to Sophie. And he explained it by saying, it's basically a Christmas themed series of vignettes, <laughs> which made me laugh so hard um, because that's essentially what it is. It is, but that's a very highbrow way of putting it. Oh, yeah, but it's like a, these just like little schemes and sketches with no real through line. And really the only plot of that film is that he 
didn't get his Christmas bonus. <laughs> right. And his family's coming over. Like, that's right. the height of the, the arc in that movie. Yeah. And we do talk about it on a different episode, but this week. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying about that movie. That's mm-hmm. my absolute favorite movie. Okay. This right. is a pretty close. If we're going Christmas, this is a pretty close second. Oh, yeah. This is up there for sure. Like, I'll watch this regardless of Christmas. I watch it. Like, if I go to a dentist and they only have children's movies, they'll always have this movie. And I always watch it. Uh, This was a favorite of mine as a kid, but I haven't seen it since. So I was a little bit nervous. Whereas Christmas Vacation, I had never seen as a kid and watched, and it's my favorite as an adult. So it's a good little pairing, and I have to say, it does stand up. It totally stands up. Yeah. Which I actually needed to go back and watch the first one to have that opinion. Because I I kind of was just like, yeah, it's like a good movie that I like. But then uh, while I was watching it, I was like, dude, there are no holes in this plot. I like, know. I'm I sure thought, there's some. Let's well, yeah, but I was like, I thought, oh, they forget the kid, and I was like, and I can't remember. Back it's in all that day. pretty well explained. Yeah, and like imaginable in 1993 or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's a series of unfortunate events that leads to this situation, yeah. and it yeah. makes sense. And it's, that does make sense. Yeah, the the whole like his family actually leaving him, and that totally makes sense. And the timeline of it. <laughs> To, like, make sense. Because, like, as a kid, you think it's, like, three weeks. But when you're watching it as an adult, they really, they fly there. She gets the flight home while they're still in the airport. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's two days because they get to Paris and... Yeah. So maybe two or three days. At one point, um, Catherine O'Hara, the mom. Yeah. The legend. Yes. um, She says she's been awake for 60 hours. So that, you know. Oh, yeah. Flying to Paris. Right. To the airport. So it's... Yeah. This is not really a big deal, but I think it's yeah. maybe like three or four days. Yeah, yeah. maybe the course of three. Because then, yeah, she's like, a, what, and that's before she drives from Cincinnati to Illinois, which when with, she gets in the van, the polka van with John with Candy. With John Candy! Which is amazing. Just another legend right Oh, there. my God. Both, get, both old, fat, uh, old uh, SCTV. SCTV. Thieves. Canadian legend. Oh, I totally forgot he was in it. Um, well, he's such, it's such a small part, but it's so, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> also in my it's head. A small part though. It is. Yeah. I was in my head, had it pictured like they're driving for nine days to get there. <laughs> I just looked it up. Cincinnati to Illinois. Uh, f- just under five hours. Oh. I always thought it was I thought so it was like an too. overnight trip. Yeah. Thing. So did I. She shows up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, just guys know I drove about 38 hours in the past <laughs> week. <laughs> right. So I like you it's like done that trip, you know, fifty times. Over. Fifty yeah, times. Over. Yeah. But so that's crazy. That's so funny because these like timelines are definitely magnified in your head. It's just yeah. like when you see Catherine O'Hare when you're seven mm-hmm. in that movie. I remember going, "Oh my god!" Like that mom is so old. And now I look yeah. back and I'm like, Catherine O'Hare is beautiful and young. Yeah, she looks so young. And it's like, oh my god. How, Do we know how how old was she when she did? Uh, Home Alone. Let's find that out. Uh, yeah, she's like. It's not that she looks old, but when you're young, I mean, she looks like a typical mom. Dude, everybody and everyone's mom looks like they're a hundred when you're seven. Exactly, but when then when you look at the film, you're like, oh, she looks like she's twenty two. I know, and she's so cute. I love her. Brittany um, is actually wearing a Moira 
shirt from oh, Schitt's I am Creek. from Schitt's yeah. Creek Which in honor. Really Actually, shirt. this is like my favorite Christmas shirt, and I didn't even make that tie until I got here, and I was like, <laughs> I oh, always forget she's in this until you guys mentioned this show. I was like, oh yeah, Joe Candy. Apparently, I'm going to be interceding it just randomly with interesting facts because we're not keeping to uh, our usual. Oh yeah, scheduled. this is we're on Christmas. Yeah, we're on Christmas, <laughs> Christmas break. Christmas <laughs> break. We're on Christmas break, and you're like you. <laughs> uh, apparently, John Candy filmed everything in one day. It was like a 23 hour day. All of his lines are improvised. Interesting, yeah. dude. When that's I, there was a moment where I felt like it. It felt so John Candy. Yes. And, uh, when he's just straight manning and talking about uh, leaving his kid in the funeral home. Yeah, <laughs> that felt like that was so perfect and beautiful. That felt like a John Candy improvised to me. So he was great. like, "He's fine." After seven weeks, he spoke again for the first time. <laughs> first time. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara's facial expressions during that whole thing. She's just like, "Let's not talk about this." Oh She's my god! Like, like, oh you brought my it up. god, dude, it was so. He probably imp- improvised it too. Oh, well, probably. yeah, because they all come from Second City ah. together, so they must they they know like Which each is other's like ins and outs. SNL uh, of Canada. Although oh. filmed in Edmonton, so and for one of the seasons, no, yeah, so really, the, I think the first or second one okay, was after b- they got canceled or kind of got canceled. So Lauren Michaels used to that was that was his show oh, as I didn't well. Know. Yeah, he he produced that show as well oh. before he went down and did Saturday Night Live. Yeah, because yeah, he's Canadian as well. I knew that. Um, so to answer a previous question, yes, Catherine sorry. O'Hare was thirty-five in Home Alone. What? That's how I, I I'm, I'm like, well, I'm not 35, but I'm, I'm, I'm 35. I don't look like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. She's a babe. Yeah. So, do what you know what? Stone cold hottie. You man. know what? Catherine O'Hare at like <laughs> 60 is still a babe. I know. So I know. she can't know. be 60, is she? Yeah, I think she is. I, I mean, so. that, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> that makes the most sense. <laughs> <laughs> Time oh, she does not great. exist. She's perfect. We're her biggest fan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, now she's doing the Bay adverts. You guys. Ah. Uh, She's 67 years old. Whoa. No. Looks, yeah. No. Oh, she looks amazing. No. No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that does make sense. This movie yeah. is like 40 fucking years old. Oh, yeah. yeah. I no. mean, yeah. John Candy apparently no, died on her 40th birthday. Shit. I know. He died in like 1994. That's so weird. He died like right when this movie came out i feel Aww. um yeah it, like because was uncle buck before home alone I, or after? so i'm not sure because they mentioned it in imdb a whole bunch i think it was bef- they at least filmed it before because that's where what's his name came from macaulay culkin was uncle buck that's correct yes yeah. and he was younger in uncle buck right okay. yeah so they must have filmed that beforehand i don't remember was that his last movie like when w- was cool runnings the other greatest movie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, okay, uh, let's backtrack here. Home Alone was released on November 10th, 1990. What? Oh, I thought it was oh, like 93, yeah. 94. So it was released 1990, which answers the question while we were watching this came up, and it was mentioned quite a few times, the era of the vehicles in the movie. We were like, what the hell is going on? Right. The look cop cars super... look like they're from 1972. Yeah. Which actually could make sense if they're from late 70s because then they're only 10 years old. Exactly. Yeah, and they would keep yeah. the cars. Yeah. I was telling these two earlier the first time. I've only been to Chicago once in the airport, 2008. The only screens, you know, where you can see, like, what when you're leaving. Rather than, like, all the other airports, which had just kind of TVs or whatever. They had the old school, like, computers 
in the wall with the green tape. <laughs> like the DOS program. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I don't know. So maybe Chicago. Again, another Chicago film for Christmas. Yeah, that's right, because uh, uh, National Lampoon's is uh, Chicago as well. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but yeah, maybe it exists in a different time. Um, it does in our hearts. It does in our hearts. So yeah, that, w- that was definitely a thing. Um, Uncle Buck, that is something we can check out, but that's not overly relevant, so I'll come I also back. want the uh, Great Outdoors. When was that? I always get Uncle Buck and oh Great Outdoors God, confused. That movie was so funny. Oh my God! Remember when they have to eat like the John Candy has to eat that like I think about that sixty every steak. I think about that <laughs> yes. every time with all the fat that I and eat steak. And he gets yeah, it for free and he like almost dies. Oh my God! I could do that steak. I have maintained that since that film came out, and no, I have not no gotten to test that. it. I could do it. Okay, so Uncle Buck was released in 1989. Oh, so a year before. Who's the okay. main guy in Uncle Buck? Uh, him. John Candy. No, Uncle he's, he's Uncle Buck. No, I know, but who's the support? Oh, uh, there is none. The, well, he <laughs> comes. The, the, the kids are. Oh, okay. Because the parents leave. Right. The Great Outdoors was in '88, so oh, uh, Great Outdoors came before. out. Then Uncle Buck. Then uh, Home Alone. So he was kind of on a real. Yeah. Like he must have cool runnings, and then. Yeah. I was in, he was in other stuff too. Yeah. 1993 was cool running so three years oh, yeah. later yeah um yeah and then planes trains and automobiles as well nice. i still haven't seen that that's with um was 87 so like it was literally oh, 87 what? 88 uh 90 yeah. 93 that he had huge hit he had a huge that he had like four giant blockbuster hits yeah and you know a huge thanksgiving movie planes trains and automobiles yes oh, okay and then yeah. um home alone huge christmas so he's yeah. he's watched every year and loved Aww. by everyone. And so, this is officially now a John Candy podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. We are just reviewing John Candy. <laughs> We're only reviewing John Candy. So also, uh, John Candy died uh, in 1994. Yeah. So after Shit. cool, a year after Cool yeah. Runnings. That seems so weird because he was so much a part of my childhood. But I would have been ten. Yeah. When he died. Yeah. But well, I mean, I, think I guess all I of our dads that. here. Yeah. Loved a John Candy oh, movie, totally. so we all grew up with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. Right, so. Um, okay, so getting back on track here. Right. Back uh, to Home Alone. Back to Home Alone. So we got Catherine O'Hare. Like the casting is unreal. It's unmatched. Actually, mm-hmm. Carla's husband, Andy, was asking me how I felt the other films held up. Um, like the newer Home Alones that I was like I like gawked when yeah. he asked and he was like, Do you feel like that because you're nostalgic about the first films that you saw and then you just <laughs> don't like you don't like identify the same way with the newer films? But I can honestly say the acting was unmatched. Yeah. Like it was not over. This is a thing that I will die on a hill about. <laughs> this was not overacted by Macaulay Culkin. Oh, no, no. Apparently, though, it was overacted by Daniel uh, Stern. Daniel Stern. Who's Peter? Uh, Peter. No, no, uh, no. Um, Mar- Marvin. Marv. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, and Joe but Pesci. They're supposed to be. They're they're very but they, comical. Like they're like comics. Like you, Joe. Well, I don't know. Is Joe Pesci a comic? He kind of is. He's no, always wait, a comic. Sorry, I don't mean like stand up comics. I meant like cartoons. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so apparently they're not they, supposed to be like they played it that way because they really thought it wasn't going to do well. This film. So also well, another that thing was is a good call by them. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing totally is, too, works, about, right. yeah. about them, I, I was kind of realizing this in my mind while I was like, as I was watching the film this time, was that there are three really separate plot lines. 
they all intersect and they're all about the same thing. But there's the family who yeah. forgets Kevin and they're on their own journey. Mm-hmm. There's the robbers and they're in their own world. Yeah. And yeah. their own journey. You're seeing it from their perspective. Yeah. And then there's Kevin and you're seeing it from his perspective. Yeah. You're seeing three different worlds and each world is like doing its own thing. Like Kevin f- thinks like they're in their own universes. The family knows that they forgot Kevin at home. Right. So they're in the know. Kevin doesn't know he's been forgotten at home. Right. And he thinks he's wished his family away. Right. The robbers are realizing that Kevin's a home alone. Yeah. And then they're changing their... But they're all like three totally different through lines. Yeah. Which is also the writing. (laughs) Well, this is a John Hughes. This is a John Hughes Hughes movie, yeah. Chris 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 Columbus. Columbus. Christopher Columbus. It is Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and these John are the Hughes, people, right? John, yeah, Hughes, John these Hughes, these are, these are the, the 80s. And then later on, he did Chris, Chris, yeah, Chris Columbus, that one. Yeah. He did, um, like the first two Harry Potters. So these They're, are giants in the, in the, film, in the industry. film industry. All the 80s movies are John Hughes, right? That's like 16 Candles and yeah, all that stuff. So pretty in pink and yeah, all that. And I mean, yeah, jo- Joe Pesci again of like the greats. Yeah. And he would have just come off, I'm assuming he would have just come off Goodfellas. When yeah. Was Goodfellas, like right around then. Joe Pesci's amazing. So he's coming into this movie playing a comic role. Yeah. And coming from a very serious. But also if you look at Joe Pesci in Goodfellas or anything like that, he's he's comical. He is the, com- I always feel like he is a bit of the comic right. relief. Like my yeah. other, one of my other favorite Christmas films is Lethal Weapon. Yeah. He's not in the first one, but he's in the second one. And I didn't quite and i don't know if this is on purpose but their van is called the the, like the van that the two thieves are in yeah is called okay plumbing yeah and in um lethal weapon he always goes like okay 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 like every like (laughs) oh so i don't know if that's a little inside maybe just a little inside he's he's hilarious in but i guess he's more he's playing himself straight yeah. Whereas in this one, he's the responsible. Yeah, he's playing like Marv's playing the dumber one. Yeah, that's like, like and just like, leaving the water running and the even right. when he was like he's like hey Marv you're a real cat burglar might yeah. as you shut the hell up a little or whatever he says, <laughs> but there's like, um yeah the whole there's like three different through lines going on. Yeah. Everyone is an all star cast in its <laughs> no. own right. Every little section of the movie. Yeah. The the little like parts where they're not supposed to be, like, anything happening is John Candy comes in and mm-hmm. nail like nails it through the roof. I know. Oh God, hits it out of the park. Not nails it through the roof. <laughs> it's not a thing. I got overexcited. Um, well, they were using uh, a nail through a roof. Uh, that's true. Wasn't it? What yeah, is through, the roof through the tie, shingles. Shingles. Yeah. So true. True that. Brittany, you're. Uh... I'm really on the. I'm really on the nose today. Um, <laughs> there's also the thing of um, the cinematography uh, within mm. the film. I noticed some incredible cuts. Yeah. Like even when he's like, he's just like, oh my god, I don't have a family, <laughs> and then it cuts and it's like, and yeah. the plane's flying away. Yeah. 
another one that I loved um, was uh, a cut from the film, the fake film that he puts in. Yeah. Which is uh, f- Filthy Angel. What is it? Angels of Filthy Souls. Filthy which is like the movie that his uncle won't let him watch at the beginning. Yeah. And it's a fake movie that they produced just for this. Was, I always thought it was, I real thought it was a real movie. I thought yeah. it was a real movie. Which is amazing. Um, and then so when they cut from that movie, yeah, Angels with Filthy Souls. And then in the second one, it's Angels with, with Filthier Souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Um, but so when they cut from that scene, and it's just like the title of the movie going into the v- yeah. VCR, yeah. which is another nostalgic thing. I like yeah. tickled my ass when that happened. <laughs> um, but that cut went from a cut to the the Peter reading a book on the plane and he opens up his book and it's angels and something. Um, which I was like, like, those are choices. Yeah. Like that didn't, you know what I mean? Like those are like cinematographer, you know, like those are choices. Those cuts were made on purpose. And there was another one that we didn't, we both, nobody remembered. I don't remember as a kid. So let's be honest. But the, uh, M their door handle that, um, I know (laughs) the McAllister (laughs) Brittany's having some type of malfunction. I'm having a marshmallow meltdown. It's, it's quite a messy drink. Yeah. This is not the drink that we actually drank for this drink, but... Um, yeah, we might as well just take... Because oh, yeah. I think we're just going to kind of talk about the film mostly uh, in this episode. But yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the drink in a bit, but or we could do it now. Yeah, we might as well just do it now. Why don't we're just throwing everything to the, the, to the wind. Yeah. And I like this. Stuff. <laughs> it's fun. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. You be you. So this is Christmas. <laughs> Um, what have you done? Oh, I'm doing the wrong person here. Another there we go. <laughs> a new one just begun. God, I wish I could sing. That's a thing. I think that's how I became a stand-up comedian. I just couldn't sing. So that it, was your backup. Yeah, it just broke, it just broke my heart for so many years Aww. that I was like, oh, oh, they'll listen to me. So somehow, somewhere, so, somehow, <laughs> some way. So we drank the thief trap. Yes, trap. Uh. Sorry, let me say that again. So we drank the Thief Trap. Yes. Uh, it's tequila, Galliano. Gross. Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. It was <laughs> very you loved good. loved it. I did. Uh, Pepsi Reduction, which we did not do. We did not reduce the like Pepsi. A, the original cocktail had whey and collagen powder and then also cherry soda. So it was very cherry cola, very nice. Yeah, we didn't really good. taste like alcohol. We got rid of that whey powder real quick. Yeah, I was. I only have chocolate chip whey powder, so <laughs> I don't think that was helpful. So that's a weird thing to put in an alcohol beverage. Yeah, I remember like, why have you he ever seen said he did. So this was de- um, designed actually by Andrew Kong, who works at the. Um, I'm gonna fuck it up again. I know. You stayed Weston Bayshore uh, in their hotel bar. He actually started, so this is a designed, um, an entire cocktail menu for Christmas called the 12 Cocktails of Christmas Movies. So a bunch of movies, themed drinks. He started working this on this, I guess, in the, in the summertime. Um, That's amazing, though. I love that. Yeah. And I asked him, too, like, um, being able to do this thing, because can't, we can't make cocktails. We don't know how. That would be great. One day we'll start to try to learn. Right now, honestly, like, so this is a fun thing I do. My parent, my mom will always ask, can't you just make us something neat? And I'm going to tell you a trick. 
If you put grenadine into anything <laughs> that you can see grenadine in, yeah. oh, people love it. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. They, they're like, ooh, you're look. You're a mixologist. Yeah, right. you're a goddamn if subway you can... artist. If you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, like, that's the thing. I sort of asked him about designing and stuff, and he said, it, you know, experience really helps because you know the flavors. It does not translate from cooking. That was my one question. I was like, oh, if you're, like, a good chef, is that – anyway correlated he's like no it's like cooking versus baking like they're totally well, you gotta separate. know what uh, alcohol tastes like you gotta know what yeah. like tequila would taste and i've got I, I have a sudden fascination with tequila just in te- making cocktails with tequila yeah because i've always just shot it or drank it in margaritas yeah and honestly like i've started buying tequila and just making cocktails with tequila this worked really well with the tequila i it did not think really it was good. gonna work well i'm gonna make it yeah, for it christmas for the fam good. they're yeah. gonna enjoy it you gotta get cherry soda though yeah um yeah oh that yeah yeah you're right yeah gotta get the cherry soda i think the way they did the pepsi reduction i believe because i was sitting at the bar and they had like a plastic you know the plastic like um like ketchup bottle kind of things yeah i kept seeing one like bouncing around and i assume it was just sitting in like a boiling thing of water oh yeah he was yeah probably reducing that as well yeah Yeah. but we did not want to light anything on fire Guys, we're not fucking with reduction. I got a Chris. I got to cook Christmas dinner this year. Let's not burn any more pans <laughs> as possible. <laughs> I'm gonna do that on my own. Oh God. Um, yeah. So that the drink was really good. And then yeah. right now, uh, yes. we we just have a bonus hot chocolate. Yeah. Uh, that's that's festive. That a friend of mine, uh, from Saskatoon gave us some, uh, little packets of hot chocolate with. Oh, and they're just different flavors. Li- yeah, the different flavors, and we poured peppermint schnapps. So we kind of double yeah. dosed it this time, which is fun. Which is Christmas. Christmas. That's Christmassy. Keep yeah. them coming. Keep you them. Gotta have a hot drink and a cold drink. Gotta have a peppermint. Yeah, you always gotta have a hot drink. <laughs> you do. Um, yeah. it's been cold here. It has. It's minus seventeen right now. Oh God, why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Once on, you get past minus ten, I just don't. It kind of just all feels the same. Um. <laughs> What was I going to tell you? Oh, I noticed a few things that I thought were really funny. Oh, a couple of fun, fun little, uh, like, things to tell you what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. a little foreshadowing moments of the, uh, they go, the lights go on at this time. Right. So, as Kevin's running back, you can tell what time it is. Yeah. So, he's like, oh, these lights will go on at, but, da, da, da. Yeah. And then, as he's running back, you know in your head, oh, he's only got an hour. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was kind of a fun moment. There were so many moments like that that like foretold the story, which yeah, I thought yeah. was very Shakespearean of yeah. uh weird of, how he decided to have his nice dinner. Yeah. Right before, and then he didn't eat it. Right. At nine o'clock. Yeah, that was he an interesting writing coming. choice, actually. That bothered mm-hmm. me a little bit because mm-hmm. I was like, that boy could have been on a full tummy. Yeah. Exactly. He said his little prayer and everything. and Oh, yeah. He had his full glass of milk, which oh, is gosh. what everyone did in the 90s. I except know. Except for me because I hated milk. Oh, I would not oh, eat I... milk or I would not drink milk. And my parents were like, fine. Because my mom was like, you know what? Milk's gross. But I I'd know, go over to. Oh, no. My family still, to this day, will drink like, like a, a pint gl- of milk. Oh. And I can't do it anymore. I'll die. But as a kid, that's 100%. I would have had super cheesy mac and cheese, some milk. Yeah. Probably ice cream I after. Had the mac and cheese. I would have had the mac and cheese. Now no I'll die. My mom always just said milk or water at dinner. That was always a thing. You could, oh, yeah. you could have milk I or water. I fully only drank orange juice my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why my teeth are fucked. Oh. <laughs> that no, was a big thing. Okay. We weren't allowed yeah. to we have, have fluoride in the water. That's right. Oh, thank God. Are they putting it back in? I apparently. Oh, although, <laughs> yes, apparently they good. might not listen to us. Who knows? Oh, God we had God. a referendum on it. 
Good. Good. Okay, so Brittany's been. <laughs> fix Brittany's phone. It's charging now. My phone is now charging. Just in case uh, you're worried. Uh, so here's my next thing I really wanted to talk about. Okay. Man, everyone's gonna get it off Kevin's ass. They're on it from the beginning, I and know. he ain't doing shit. And I they're don't know. in his grill. Man. I feel like there is a long backstory of him being a bit of it. They did not. I don't think they focused enough on him being shitty enough to justify all of it. Right. I think we were supposed to guess that by him being a small child and then his being an eight year old. Yeah, they're really all, awful. They're being all the children his are parents, bad. Gems. Yeah. No, I would have left all the children like when they because they sit in front row. Or yeah. Front, um, uh, first, first class, class. and yeah. then leave the rest of the kids. I mean, I feel bad for all the other people in that. <laughs> but uh, they were correct. Plane, but yeah. that's like the best thing to do. Yeah. Well, and also his hu- uncle Frig oh. is portrayed as such a loser, but also just <laughs> yeah. like he's he's like almost the uh, the leader of the hate Kevin club. Oh, totally. Yeah. So it's like, hey, Uncle Frank, your kid's fuller and fuller's piss in everyone's bed. So mm-hmm. why don't you concentrate on your own kids? <laughs> and why don't you pay for the pizza, Uncle Frank? Yeah. And why don't you stop stealing crystal on the plane, Uncle Frank? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it was a ru- it's rumored in the original draft. Okay. Screenplay. I'm getting all of my notes from my MDB, by the way. <laughs> Uh, so they could be totally not true. Uh, Uncle Frank is revealed as the real villain. Oh. And as the villain behind the villains. Oh, like he set up the plot to rob the house. Yeah. Uh, that Harry and Marv worked for him and he hired them to rob the McAllister house and the other houses in the neighborhood and also kill Kevin. Which oh I feel like for a children's God. movie, they were yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, cut that part. They're like, dial it back, <laughs> dial it back. That's, I mean, that is, that is even... Cut, like more dubious plot line to just like tie it all together at the end they're like hey man it's just a kids movie i know as a writer i'm like oh yeah that makes more sense that it was all tied together and, da, 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 and why would they be there and it yeah. would have been a great surprise at the end but, but then yeah no you're right what let's we're hey what are we doing we're, people go yeah, and for a kids movie. i mean if you look at that street fuck it i would be tempted to go steal the fact they don't have more I know. Thieveries going on. Also, just like, I love when people like steal household items because aside from jewelry, like, where can you sell candlesticks these days? I apparently, (laughs) one of the, my very favorite podcasts, which apparently might be ending, is called Heists. Yeah. And uh, they were, they were doing one on a guy. And if you know where the right person to fence it, like actual good silverware, candlesticks, all that stuff, it was really good. I think because you can probably melt it down. Oh, right. right. So if, if it's real. Yeah, yeah if it's, it's real, silver. Like, yeah. If it's real silver. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I'm thinking, judging the size of that house. Um, you could probably, probably grab some silver out of there. Silver, yeah. Yeah. Copper, at the very least. You yeah. start stealing the pipes. <laughs> um, you filthy crackheads. That, that basement is full, <laughs> full of shit. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That basement's flooded anyways. They're going to gut it. Jack no, them. that was the other. Oh, that house. was. I the... always thought, too, as a kid. I was like, oh, their basement's flooded. Yeah, but it's the it's neighbor's the house. Yeah, yeah, he calls the cops to the neighbor's house. That's right. Which, again, I kind of... Th- so this is, again, another ding in my mm-hmm. check mark for Kevin. Right. Cause smart. Ca- causes for Kevin. Yeah. Dude, he's an <laughs> uncelebrated hero. He doesn't He doesn't take credit for it. No. The well, neighbor's house is yeah. robbed, but they catch the robbers and they stop the flooding. Kevin doesn't go around beacon saying, I'm the one. Hey, I like if that was me, I'd yeah. be like, yo... 
Thank you. Thank Not you. only did my parents <laughs> leave me alone, and I almost starved to death. <laughs> I also saved your house, pal, yeah. and saved this dude's relationship with his son and yeah. his granddaughters. <laughs> <laughs> and I got home some milk. Yeah. And, and I, I almost killed these two grown-ass <laughs> men. <laughs> so guess what, Buzz? Why don't you buzz off, dude? Yeah. Oh, did we ever find the tarantula? I was very concerned about this. Oh, I was right. I was looking up tarantula effects while you were mm. concerned about the tarantula. Mm-hmm. Only because um, as a child, my mom used to do these. Um, she just did like trade shows. She was like, yeah. like a, <gasps> she, I remember. Remember? Yes. She was. Uh, she did like pet shows at a at a trade oh. trade center. So they would do all kinds. They do home improvement uh, trade shows. Yeah. And so one of them was pets. But the the thrill of getting to be. Uh, her daughter yeah. was getting to go behind the scenes and hold all the pets. Oh. So we get to go. And the thrill for me was being Brittany's friend. <laughs> and I was be also able to go behind the scenes. Nice, being my mother's nice. third daughter, fourth child, third daughter. Um, was, yeah, so we used to go get to hold all the things. I remember that lady got to, we got to hold all the spiders. Yeah. So I, I chickened out. I couldn't hold it. Good on you, I remember Lana, you did. Lana, I would yeah. also be, no. So I something you should that. know about tarantulas, mm-hmm. they're not, uh, they do carry a venom, but it's not enough to hurt you. It's only enough oh. to sting you. It's kind of a painful bite and a little bit of a bee sting like uh, a oh. venom. And also, the bottom of a tarantula is almost like an egg. Like, they're really fragile. Oh. So the bottom of them is like this really thin, hard shell. Right. That essentially is like their outer shell for all of their insides. So if you dropped it and that shell smashed, it would kill the spider. Oh, I feel bad for them. Yeah, so tarantulas are really like they just look intimidating and because yeah. they're big spiders. Yeah. But they're really harmless and actually quite fragile. Oh. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> Brittany is on the tarantula on the, podcast. We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> the, tra- the tarantula podcast. Yeah, uh, John Candy slash slash tarantula <laughs> slash, slash National Lampoon. <laughs> And sometimes, only sometimes, the movie that we're supposed to be discussing. Yes, exactly. Uh, I have a psychological thing that we kind of discussed, but let's go into it. Yeah. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah. Psychopath or not? Oh, yeah. That's what we were saying. Is he Dexter <laughs> or Elon Musk? Because he's obviously a physics genius. <laughs> he's yeah. very smart. Oh, and I was going to say, smart, the very yeah. first thing that he does that's super, super intelligent is... When he hears them trying to break in right at the beginning, he actually goes downstairs, turns the light on. Right. I would be like, I would have just gone under the bed. Right. Which seems like, it's, and that's the simplest thing. That's, that's a very thing smart, very, yeah. Or he calls for his dad when he's decorating the tree. Yeah. Yeah, that's like. Which I thought was great. So I think, yeah, he could have gone on to be an engineer at NASA. Yeah. But 100%, he, uh, I'm not sure he has real feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because it's actually like he's, there's like these big empathetic moments between him and his mom and that guy, like, and then in the second movie, which, um, spoiler alert, 20 years later, um, he he forms this really like special bond with the pigeon lady, the bird lady. lady. And he also- Who I always thought was Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like an an Irish woman. (laughs) Rosie O'Donnell. Oh yeah, Irish as they get. Irish. That bitch Irish. Um, but yeah. So <laughs> and also, way. if you think about it, he's the only one of the kids who has any real relationship with that next door neighbor, 
and they're all calling him a socio or calling the guy a psychopath and a murderer. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just there's a couple facial expressions he does during the thing <laughs> where I'm like, and I know like I because I think Macaulay Culkin was a very good actor. Yeah, he's not anymore because everyone, well, some people fucked around with him quite a bit. Apparently, it wasn't Michael Jackson. Well, his, his parents, do you mean literally fucked around with him? No, or like, I no. Meant, like, around I don't with, think like, that anybody. I, what do you yeah. mean fucked around? With no, him? Yeah. like metaphorically. Oh, his parents. How? His, his parents. His dad beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Oh. And Sorry, I think, Macaulay. And yeah. stole all his money. And I mean, he did spend a lot of time with Michael Jackson. And he says nothing's oh, yeah. ever happened, but. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> speculatory. But yeah. also, his dad fucked, like, told, stole all his money and beat the shit out of him. What about his other brothers that are actors? They so didn't get the it as bad. Or, like, what? Yeah, they didn't get it as bad. Big. And I mean, anytime you're a child star, that's not. That's well, apparently, well, yeah, like, the dad was a drunk. I, oh god, I know too much about Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I, the dad was a drunk, and the mom, uh, kind of just let it all happen. Yeah. And at one point, there was like seven kids living in like a two bedroom apartment that essentially Macaulay funded completely with right, his own. So, his, yeah. through his movie career, right. and the dad was pretty like physically abusive towards mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin. And because he was, so the dad was like a failed actor oh, and so a failed like his. showman. So him being a star was like, you better keep doing it and also fuck you for stealing my dream. Yeah. So he was like, just like, and on the set, like in front of people. So there were a couple people I think that came to his rescue sort of like in his teens and yeah. set up a fund for him. Because I think he had to get a divorce from his yeah he got what's that called emancipated yeah Mm -hmm. um like maybe off of uh arrested development (laughs) she's like i mean to be honest her parents were i would have also (laughs) but uh so yeah i think he was emancipated at like 14 or 15 yeah and then it was mostly to divide his financial uh stuff from his parents because they were basically stealing all his money yeah so there were laws created in that oh. time, specifically around when he was a child. Yeah. Because of him. Yeah. That things went into effect because they were like, I mean, he just would have been broke. He wouldn't have had a dime of it. Yeah. If they continued. I mean, I just finished watching a Britney Spears documentary. That's the same thing that just happened to her. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I they that took. Too. Was that the, what's, what's it called? Britney versus Spears. There's like a thousand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There is a lot. That's um, all I watch, but yeah, it's all essentially the same thing. Yeah, I watched Spears on Spears, which I was excited about, but then it was just a dill pickle <laughs> film. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> Is dill pickle? Now that's a documentary yeah. I can get behind. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, he he kind of he. He, he started pretty uh, neat things. And then I actually recently heard him on a podcast, not super recently, but mm. within the last five years on Mark Maron's podcast where he's oh, yeah. talking about Mark Maron is like sort of and uh, as he is anyways, like annoyed that Macaulay Culkin just doesn't work anymore. Right. And Macaulay Culkin like clearly makes a, a really funny point where he's like, Hey man, what were you doing when you were five? And Mark Maron's like, I don't know. I was he's like, I was like, I was just a kid in the Bronx. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, cause I was on Saturday Night Live and my dad was hitting me. Yeah. So he was like, he he was very funny about it. And he's like, So now I don't do anything. He's like, yeah. What? You don't do anything? He's like, I made a band once. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Called the pizza. Oh, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, he dated that. I think her name is Brenda Song, mm-hmm. who was apparently. He dated in... Mila Kunis. Too. Oh, that's, oh yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. Um, and the pizza whoever was managed by the uh yuck yucks booker <laughs> currently no. yeah ryan <laughs> ryan tonkin that's funny which is very funny uh but yeah so macaulay culkin was like he went through his own like like we talked about john candy we talked about Catherine yeah. o'hare but macaulay culkin in that time can you look on your phone carla yeah. can you give us kind of a rundown of i think he was in a movie at least at least every year yeah because um. he so he started in uncle buck that's what oh, we're specula- that. okay. speculating. Yeah. Um, may- maybe he had something before that. But I remember him being in every one of my childhood films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Him and... You know what? Here's another thing. It was him and it was the Olsen twins. And guess who is also not working anymore? Yeah, good for them, man. They're yeah. like, hey, we're millionaires. Well, they're millionaires. not acting, but they're, they're like... Um, True. They... Aren't they in the, the fashion industry? They're yeah. like yes. billionaires. They're and the like... makeup industry, too. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not acting anymore, which, I mean, they weren't that great to be yeah, it's not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're right, though. They're, they're fine. It's like, like totally Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen were like, <laughs> you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and, you know, whatever. They were in so much shit, though. Um, He started, yeah, I think Uncle Buck was the first movie in 1989. Um, and R- then... Richie Rich was also one of Richie my favorites. Rich, okay. My Girl. My Girl! Oh my god, how did we just... How do we for blow past oh, My Girl? remember the good son when he's, like, evil? Yes! I don't, I don't think I've my seen girl. that. My Girl. That was my first solo. Uh, My so- sax- first saxophone Frasier? solo. Oh, oh you no, know, he was a guest caller. Was he Frasier. guest caller? Okay, yeah. that's what I was going to wonder. Um, I, this is a Frasier podcast. <laughs> this oh, is like so Kelsey I Grammer. I actually <laughs> have a... F- this is thirdly. a Roz cast. Um, yeah, it looks like he kind of stopped doing stuff around 1990. Richie Rich, I think, was the last one. Interesting. God, which I was 1994. Um, I do have a uh, Frasier fact, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, hold on. Bring it on. Hit it. The role of Uncle Frank was written for Kelsey Grammer. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that would have made more that's, sense. Well, I feel like we would have been too sympathetic, but that's because we like. Kelsey I think Grammer. he could have. Yeah, he he would have been great at it. Yeah. What um, was he doing before that? Well, he's on Cheers. Yeah, he was yeah, on Cheers. Cheers yeah. Since yeah. like eighty what six or oh, whatever. God, yeah. Whenever yeah. that started. Oh man, that's yeah. that's unbelievable. Um. Okay, so let's talk quotes. Yeah, let's talk some of our favorite lines. I know Lena brought up like three or four where she was like, "That's my favorite." So I'm. I'm oh shit! No. Do you remember? <laughs> can I give you a hint? And I know you you'll can. be. Able, I know you'll be able to say it right away. Uh-huh. Uh, when he's up in the playhouse and he cuts that line. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? I'm, I'm up, up here, your horse's ass. <laughs> he cuts it. Yeah. Um, he says that in the second one too. Yeah. Uh. And when I, he's throwing bricks at their face and they somehow <laughs> don't die. Is it the die. same bad guys in the second one? I yeah. Can't remember. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just I can't believe you. Yeah, I'm blown that. away that you don't know the second one. Yeah, I well I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and we didn't watch it as many times as like Home Alone was the. As a child, you know, you watch the same film 14,000 times over and your parents hate everything about it. Yeah. I have to say, probably the reason I watched Home Alone so many times was actually because of Lena's younger brother. 
Mm-hmm. That and Ace Ventura, like <laughs> Lena's know. younger brother, who's eight years younger than she is, mm-hmm. was kind that of was the... like when the second one came out, he would have been just kind of like, yeah, he he watched Home Alone too. Yeah, all year round for years. <laughs> yes, it was one of just a few VHS tapes we had at my dad's, and he he watched it all the time. And also, oh. so maybe that's why I have. A soft spot for like the second yeah. one, but I do think it's a, I do think it's a good movie. I think it's just a funner story too, because he's in New York. Right. He's in New York. It's about a ch- uh, play store getting robbed, like a toy store getting robbed. Yeah. Um. Donald it, Trump makes an appearance. Yeah, Donald you know why Trump is- he makes an appearance? Because he funded the whole thing. Well, no. If you wanted to film at his hotel in New York, oh, he had to be in it. So he's there. actually in a ton of films, and they just cut it. Oh, that's oh. hilarious! Because he would always—that's what I heard, anyways. So oh, that's that one sense, of the ones because he he's only a narcissist. So yeah. if you wanted to film at Trump Tower, obviously he has to show his ugly mug. Yeah, yeah. and but, I think uh, I don't even know if it, he would have owned like some of the other bigger. Yeah, I think he owns like the Wind that time, back like, that time, yeah, yeah. back that day right. when he was. Oh, right, because it wasn't filmed at Trump Tower. It no, it would have been like maybe he, it, you know, let's say it was a Marriott. But he owns he all of New York or something. Yeah, yeah. I, think so I don't know. He did a, at the time. He owned a lot. I think. Um, um my favorite line before that, that was when, <laughs> when um, before he they he says uh, down here you, big horse's ass. Yeah. Um, it's when Harry goes, where did he go? And Marvin. Maybe he committed suicide. (laughs) It just seemed very (laughs) random, but also perfectly Marv. Well, it was also, yeah, yeah, it was also just like, yeah, so out of it. Like, like, a little dark, too. Like, maybe he committed suicide. (laughs) I mean, they are trying to kill him, so it's gone dark. They are absolutely trying to kill him. Because any other thief would go like, you know what? This seems like a lot of work. I'm going to step back. I know. It's funny that within the first 30 seconds, they didn't turn around. I know. You shouldn't go rob somewhere else. They're not good thieves. They're not. Because they almost were killed. Yeah. Within the first minute of them (laughs) attacking the home. I know. Which is so funny. Like, it's not like it's an underground Las Vegas vault. That's why it's so great. Because when you're a kid, you, like, Mm. you, like, believe that could be true. True. (laughs) Well, and, like, the house is huge, right? So, like, even for me as a kid, I remember... Because they had the attic, and we don't have. I guess maybe just not a lot of our houses have attics that you can go up to. No. So I was like, "Oh, that's like a real big mansion house." Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna give you guys uh 15 of the best quotes in the film. Okay. Um. I guess I'll I'll tell you when my favorite comes up because it's in here. Are you gonna do it in the voices? Sure. Um. <laughs> you better. <laughs> Number 15, Kevin (laughs) McAllister. Actually, this is my favorite quote. Or I don't want to say. I I have so many, but this is certainly one of them. All right. It's a notable mention. Um, This house is so full of people, it makes me sick. When I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. (laughs) But she clearly doesn't understand what Well, he doesn't understand the concept of marriage. (laughs) He just knows you get old and you get married and and you you get to make choices. Yeah, yeah. and then you have your own house. I remember that. He must say that at the beginning. Yeah, it's at the uh, beginning. He says it, yeah. Because when he stomps up the stairs, yes. he's like, you got to be. He, and he's, <laughs> right. he's okay, going. Can see it. Yeah. Oh, and he's wearing those amazing red Adidas sneakers. Yes. Oh, that was another thing I Which was going to mention. they haven't brought back yet. And I'm really, 
I really want some Adidas yeah. if you're Ad- listening. Adidas, if you're one of the hundred people that listens, wait, please. <laughs> Can we please get some Kevin McAllister uh, <laughs> sneakers? sneakers? Okay, number 14. Ah, it's all right, but uh, I suppose a plot point. I made my family disappear. Oh, and I was going to say, that's a, a break in the fourth wall there. It is. He, he looks, looks right the into the camera. So he does it twice in the film. I think he's oh. at the top of the stairs at another point and he does it. Yep. Um, but I was like, oh, weird. I I was like, little <laughs> meta. Little yeah. meta, Kevin. Um, or he's a psychopath. <laughs> he knows it's all the thesis. film. <laughs> And he's just like, yeah. Carla's hung up on the Yeah, she's really <laughs> hung up on the psychopath. She thinks he's a sociopath. We need guy. to talk about Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys oh seen that fucking movie? I haven't because I'm Holy. too scared to watch it. Um, okay, number 13. And <laughs> that's, these... That's the sequel of <laughs> We need to, we talk. Need to talk about Kevin. I just, I'm just really interested in what happened to him because he's such an interesting character. And in my brain, I'm like, that's well, got to be the place he's going. Um, okay, number 13. Uh, this becomes a series of some of the things that the family is saying that I think are underrated. Mm. Like when they're all like shitting on him at the beginning. Some of them are so funny. Number 13. <laughs> You're what the French call les incompetents. <laughs> which is so snarky in yeah. that little bitch. Yeah, what a bitch she was. And then he was, and then Kevin just goes, what is that mean? <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Very good. Um, the neighbor kid, I thought this was also pretty funny. Have a great trip. Bring me some, bring me back something French. That I like, I understand why he was in there, but that was definitely an over, over the top acting. Oh yeah. I mean, it was just, uh, but I thought just so they could count an extra child. Yeah. But But it it had, he had had to be there. there, Yeah. Um, uh, number 11 classic, classic line in the film. Has this toothbrush been approved by the American Dental Association? That's a good one. Mm. one of, and a, then the store clerks talk for like 45 minutes about it, and then he like runs away. It's yeah. so stupid. Um, as he's walking back with the toothbrush, uh, like on the path, mm-hmm. I'm a criminal. Yeah. Which is so funny. That's number 10. Um, number nine, again, back to his family. Kevin, you're such a disease. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, number eight, again, one of the sisters. What am I supposed to do? Shake his hand? Say, congratulations, you're an idiot? <laughs> uh, God, his family are ass. Yeah, they're mean, dude. He's but I mean, I'm sure I said the exact same thing about my baby brother. I don't know. Oh, well, I beat the shit out of my baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, There's... you know. I mean... We did applaud one time when poor Chelsea was getting spanked. So <laughs> me and my brother were like in a cheering section oh outside. God, we're like, me. hit her, hit her. We're all the McAllister. Oh my God. We're so successful. This Our is siblings. Want us to disappear. You guys, this is a simulation. No wonder, um, no wonder Britain watched <laughs> Home Alone 2 every day of his life for three years. He's like, he's like, you're preaching to the choir, just smoking a big stick. Um, number seven. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. (laughs) Just funny. And I love that Fuller is Macaulay Macaulay Culkin's uh, real brother. That's true. And more importantly, he is in succession. And he's And he makes the face. Yeah. When he does the Pepsi thing, he kind of looks at Kevin in a certain way. And I mean, I swear to God, he makes that exact same face in succession like a thousand times. So I'm like. Ah! <laughs> like like eyebrows to the ceiling. Yeah, like kind of like. Oh. <laughs> um, number six, another one of my favorites. 
bless this highly nutritional microwave <laughs> macaroni and cheese dinner and the people who sold it on sale. Amen. <laughs> uh, okay. Number five. Uh, all the great ones leave their mark. We're the wet bandits. <laughs> That's when they sleep. Yeah. Right. Um, and in number two, they're the sticky bandits. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because oh. what are they doing? Um, they're robbing those, like, Salvation Army Santas. Yeah. So Marv, like, oh. takes up his hand. And, like, oh, that's right. Sticks his hand <laughs> into, like, the pots of, like, pennies. Oh. <laughs> We're the sticky bandits. Oh. Fucking idiot. Um, number four, uh, kind of a letdown. Not a great quote, but a great moment. Kevin <laughs> on the plane, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Catherine oh, O'Hare. that's so. I mean, that's that's iconic. I, I, yeah. yeah, iconic. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, number three from the uh, uh, the f- <laughs> the angels' filthy souls or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> Which that is, is a- and everyone repeats that every oh, year. Oh yeah, that's an iconic line. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'm eating all the junk food and watching rubbish. You better come out and stop me. <laughs> Uh, from when he at the beginning when he starts eating it, yeah. Um, and then number one, which I disagree with, but whatever, it's pretty good. Um, would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Aww. that uh, is sweet. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that's not really like a great quote. Uh, con- like, no, it's a sweet moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's some other fun uh, ones that didn't get mentioned in that list, but I think are just as funny. Did I burn down the joint? I don't think so. I was just making ornaments out of fish hooks. <laughs> funny. Oh, yeah, this is a funny one. All kids, no parents. Probably a fancy orphanage. <laughs> so, anyways, yes. those are just some those fun ones. Those are some good ones. Yeah. It recently <laughs> was around, like, on the internet that a lot of people didn't realize that Joe Pesci, like, the cop at the beginning... I don't think as a kid I realized that. Because okay, when are, you know those yeah. memes that are like, I was today years old when I realized this. Yeah. People are like, I was this year, today years old when I realized Joe Pesci was the cop at the beginning. I'm like, that's the whole fucking point of the- Yeah. How that's- do you not know that? <laughs> I, Hi, Carla. I, I do, but when I, well, maybe I did realize it as a kid, but I, I, when we started watching it, I was like, oh, I don't remember the cop being Joe Pesci. But then I was like, but that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, because he's got, he's he, in it for like the first 20 minutes. Yeah, he stands wow. at the door. Dude, actually, that's his, his tooth, everything. Yeah. I don't know. That's such a funny scene, too, when he's just trying to talk to the I parents. Know. Like, do your, do your parents live here? Yes. And do they own the house? <laughs> no. 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 Are your parents here? No. Do they own this house? No. Um, what a fucking gong Iconic oh, movie. God. Iconic, iconic movie. Um, so many, like, there's incredible moments in there. Um, apparently, uh, we mentioned it, I mentioned it to you guys, but um, Macaulay Culkin actually reprised his role yeah. in, like, an internet little comedy thing. Yes. I... Where I think he plays, like, a he's Uber like a driver gro- or something. Yeah, and he's, like, drive. a grown-up. Isn't he a grown-up Kevin McAllister? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like mentally like deranged because yeah, like his family left him. And, like, <laughs> he's like super fucked up. Yeah. And he was a good sport to do that. Yeah. I thought it was very. That's funny. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then another uh, connection back to our previous Christmas movie, Chris Columbus, uh, was previously hired by John Hughes to direct National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 
But after meeting Chevy Chase, <laughs> it came clear that Columbus uh, and him would not, the two would not be getting along. Yeah, that tracks. And so he asked if there's any other movies he was working on. And so that's why he ended up on this one. Incredible. I think everything worked out for. I think it was great. But it again, just out. another. I mean, those movies are amazing. Another. Just, just the way they are. Yeah. Think of Chevy Chase being a bit of a dick. Do you guys follow him on Instagram? Chevy Chase? Yeah. No, no, I'm going to immediately. Is oh my he god, he, No, he's actually he's very sweet. He posts stuff oh. with his daughters and like his family and his wife. But he um so he does this thing, I guess like I don't know if it's new or like every Christmas, but he goes and does these like talks in the States and he does a, a screening of Christmas vacation and does like Q and A's. Oh. oh my god. And anyone who tweets him or sorry, sends him an Instagram video of them watching um you know, Christmas, Christmas vacation, vacation yeah. or <laughs> he re he reposts oh, really? it. Oh he's my god! Very very proud of that role. Oh, that's good. And, and he's very as much act- as he seems to be an asshole, yeah. Like in real life, he's very good friends with Beverly D'Angelo, um, who played Ellen. I think he's got good relationships with like Johnny Galecki, oh, nice. and Juliette Lewis, who played his kids. Yes. So yeah. He might be an asshole, but he's... Um, there was also a lot of cocaine going on He's at the got time. some... He seems, yeah. like, actually pretty chill. And, he, I mean, also, he's, he's in his 70s. I, I don't know. It, the only thing I just know is because of the community thing. Well, so, also, Joel... Is it Joel McHale? Yeah. Um, yes, Joel McHale loves him loves and him. talks... Oh. And, uh, and when he talks about Chevy and, and the rumors of him being, like, a total prick, what, what they basically, like, said is he's like, yeah, he came on the set. He's old. He does things a certain way. Yeah. And he just basically was like, I'm not doing it a different way, and you need me more than I need you. I wonder if there's a Dan Harmon aspect in there, There's too. a huge I Dan Harmon. kind of a problem sometimes. Because do you know the Dan Harmon story? No. So, basically, they had, like, a holiday Christmas party, and... um chevy walked in and chevy had been kind of a nightmare to the cast and crew yeah just to people like other actors and stuff and like would get mad if people didn't know their lines and but just like kind of like an issue of like professionalism and i've been in this industry for so long and get your shit straight before you come Mm. this is a live set kind of so i guess there was all these issues and people were like on eggshells around him yeah so then at the holiday christmas party chevy had like his wife and daughter there and when he walked in he was just like uh uh How's every? It was like the last season or something that Chevy was in, and he was gonna when. quit. Yeah. And then Dan Harmon in front of everybody, he was like, "How about a round of applause for the fact that none of us are ever gonna have to work with Chevy again?" And the whole like cast and crew applauded, and it was in front of Chevy's daughter and wife. So oh. then he was like, "I he like took major issue with that, yeah. as you would." And he was like, "Yeah, like this guy's a prick." Which Dan Harmon is an absolute genius and writes incredibly, but that's a prick move. And then he got taken off of Community. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then the last two years of Community were dumb. So I didn't watch the last two years. They were. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. They're very. Um. The last couple of years, or at least the last year, because like the they lost season, a lot of people, like Danny. Danny yeah, Glover um, left. Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Sorry, not Danny um, Glover. That's Yvette the guy Nicole from Lee Brown. Lover. Yes, she left. left. Chevy Chase left. Um, I think that was it who left. And then they added a few characters. But it was it seemed like a different show. Yeah. But it was on Yahoo instead of like oh. NBC. So it was like. Yeah, it was just a different vibe. It was just different. Um, sorry, going back to relationship. And this is now a community podcast. Now yes, you're on community podcast. Um, 
back back to the Home Alone film thing, Sorry. talking about relationships between people. Catherine O'Hara said in 2014 that Macaulay Culkin still calls her mom. Oh, that's nice. Well, well now we're all crying. Well, now let's all weep ourselves to death. And then the entire world is always going to now call her Moira. Um, or mom. mom. Or mom. Or mom. Do they ever call her mom in Schitt's Creek? Uh, yeah. Mother? Like, her, like, mother? They call her mom. They don't call yeah, her Moira. I think so. You know what? I've only seen the show, um... I've seen the whole thing, but only yeah. once through. Yeah, I'm the same. I've only been. I and I, watched I need the first to do a rewatch. Then, I think. Yeah, definitely that and Community. Yeah, agreed. And I have yeah. to finish Succession. And for the love of God, <laughs> if you're still following us and you <laughs> and you haven't seen, uh, go watch the first and second Home Alone. I yeah. can't imagine that you had not seen it if you're still listening. No, this would you be probably a, wouldn't. Or if you're. We're born in the I mean, 80s. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, my husband's 10 years older than me, and we were asking him, oh, do you, you know, do you want to watch this? He's like, no, I was like 18 when this movie came out. Why yeah. would I have watched that's it? That's what I mean. If you were born in the 80s, <laughs> yeah. you probably saw this. Exactly. Like, yeah, I had no idea, though, it was 1990? 1990? Yeah, yeah. 90, yeah. So I would have older actually only than... been four years old when this came out. I would have been six. So I don't think I saw it in the theater. And I would theaters. have been one. <laughs> that is not true. That's Lena's not born true. 10 Lena's days after me. 400 years <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys, um, we hope, is that good? Do you think? I think Are so. we and, happy? And we've just been. Uh, we've been invaded by the cats. Yeah. Podcat here. Olivia. Yeah, podcat. <laughs> they want us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> What's Kate? We're, we're playing cats on a plane here. So <laughs> being invaded. Um, you guys, honestly, Merry Christmas. It's mm. been a crazy couple Merry of years. Yeah. Um, this uh, is me and Carla's baby since the beginning, and it's something that has been uh, kept us going through the pandemic. Yeah. I hope that you found your thing, and uh, having new listeners every week is, is a big uh, filler in our hearts. Yeah. So Merry Christmas. We love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to our Patreons that continue to support us every month. Yes, thank We you. love you so much, um, and we can't wait to see you next year. And thank you to our amazing guest, yes. Lena Newman. Oh. Friend of the pod. Who is such a good wealth of film knowledge. Yeah, and film and pop knowledge. culture and music knowledge. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. And it was... What a great evening! Watching, it was very special for us to get nice to watch Christmas a, film together. Yeah, we well, definitely are all from after. the same household, and yeah, <laughs> we all have Omicron. Thanks, yeah, um, um, but yeah, very special. <laughs> and yeah, if you haven't seen Home Alone since you were a kid, and you're worried that the violence is too much, <laughs> or that it doesn't stand up, yeah, it does. Correct. Yeah, it's rationally a film. great, and your kids will love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your kids now, if you're already. And I, apparently, don't watch the new one. Yeah. Apparently the thieves have too much of a backstory. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh God! And it's Do Ellie. You mean the new one, Ellie like... Kemp. I want to say Ellie Kemper, but that sounds like. A oh my God! Not... I love Ellie Kemper. Is, Is that she her? In it? Yeah, she's the thief. Oh, maybe From... watch it for her. I know. Kate, you guys. <laughs> all right. Sorry, we're gonna go watch all of the seven. We're watching Home all of that. Anything that's ever been made. Yeah, we're not going to bed tonight. We're yeah. just doing just Home Alone and, and watching Home Alone. Watching Home Alone till next year. Yeah, and we'll be setting up our own booby traps just for fun, just in case <laughs> Joe Pesci comes to visit. Joe Pesci comes to visit. It's not gonna. Yeah, I'm welcome into my home and set up a Christmas He's tree a booby trap. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
a legend and a scholar. All right, you guys. We love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Thanks, ladies. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye. Da 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 da. Ba 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 ba.